Hey everyone, thanks for listening to SwiftCast. If you're a fan of Taylor, go ahead and hit the subscribe button on iTunes or your podcast app, and it will automatically download our episodes for you each week. We have a lot of exciting episodes and guests as Reputation rolls out, so you'll only be doing yourself a favor by subscribing. Also, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr, at SwiftCast13, or you can find all of our episodes and social media at our website, SwiftCast13.com. Enjoy the show! guys welcome to episode 235 of swiftcast this is adam and steph and we have an awesome episode for you today it is all listener call-ins which is so much fun for us to do and i hope it's really fun for you guys to listen to we have some awesome people who called in to talk all about reputation their favorite songs their initial reaction to the album reaction to Taylor's performance on Saturday Night Live, and we have some people that told some awesome stories. Yeah, on episode 234, we gave our initial impressions of Reputation pretty immediately, and we recorded it, and a few days have passed now, and I just have different favorite songs every single day. But now that we've recorded our impressions, we also definitely wanted to talk to our listeners as soon as possible. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get right to it. Here is our first call. Hello. Hi. Hi, what's your name? Melanie. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Are you guys taking calls now? Yes, we are. How are you doing today? Good, I'm doing well. I follow you guys on Twitter. (laughs) Well, thank you. We hope that you also sometimes listen to our episodes on our podcast. Yes, I subscribe, yes. Oh, good. Thank you. So we wanted to have this call in because the album is now released and everybody's so excited. So we want to know listeners' reactions to the album. How are you feeling? Yeah, so I I actually went to Rhode Island Night One um, speaker session. So hearing the album again for a second time, um, you know, I mean, I know a lot of fans were saying that this album is, you know, better than Red and all the hype that was building up to it. Um, And it was really hard for me, at least, to compare it to any of the previous albums, Um, just having heard that album once and hearing all the other albums so many times over again. Um, But now that it's finally out into the world and listening to it, you know, on repeat, nonstop, um, it's just, it's so good. And it's like so much better than I even remember it hearing it the first time. Um, And I just think, lyrically it's like some of her best work that she's ever put out oh yeah well that's so interesting so you kind of disagreed with some of the sessioners who said it was better than red in 1989 and speak now yeah i think when i immediately heard it just like musically i was like this is you know it's incredible and i i really couldn't pick a favorite song when i heard it like i thought every single song off the album was great um, but it's just so hard when people ask that question, like, is it better than Speak Now? Is it better than Red? Because those are albums that I listen to. You know, I could analyze the lyrics over and over again so many times. And so it's just hard to compare until you're actually able to, like, hear the album again in full and, like, analyze the lyrics and listen to it over and over again. Um, 
to kind of like formulate that opinion, you know? Oh, absolutely. Even now, having heard the album, I just can't pick a favorite. I I love this album. I think it's a masterpiece. Oh, yeah. But it's impossible for me to rank her albums. Yeah, me too. One of my friends asked me how I would compare it to 1989, to Red, etc. And I said, I mean, I have no idea. Maybe in a few months when I've heard it a million times, I'll be able to. But even then, it'll be hard to because it's so different from everything else. Right, right. Yeah, and that's what I told people when they were asked, you know, like, what's it like? And I'm like, it's very different from anything that you've ever done. But like to me, you know, lyric wise, it still felt like a Taylor Swift album. It was just like served to me in like a very different way. Right. So can you tell us anything about being in Rhode Island for the secret session? <laughs> yeah, um, it was the best day of my life. Um, of course, yeah, I was contacted through Tumblr. Um, and I still really don't know how she found me. I mean, I have, you know, a fan blog. Um, but I was contacted about two weeks before, um, going there. And I mean, she was just so nice in person. Um, just takes her time with everybody. Um, it's very clear, especially now. I I know she just met some fans at the, um, the pop-up in New York city. It's very clear that this era is all about meeting fans and, you know, she's not really interested in doing any kind of press or interviews. Um, she just kind of wants to like thank everybody who have been there supporting her all along the way, um, which I just think is, is awesome that she's doing that. This this entire era, I think, is just for the fans. Absolutely. Yeah. I, from what I understand, she went up and down the whole line at the pop-up shop, which is just awesome. Yeah. So since you were in Rhode Island, were you there the night she filmed the yes. New Year's Day? Okay. Oh, awesome. Yes, and I didn't. I didn't make it on camera, which I was. I was sort of on the bottom and in the corner. Um, and if the camera had panned just a little bit more to the left, I would have made it. But um, it was. It was incredible. Um, just kind of like seeing the process of, of like making a, a music video. And you know, I've seen her in concert a few times, but never have really been that close. And so to kind of hear her play piano and sit there in her living room hearing it was like a dream come true. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So what was it like production-wise? Did they have to, like, do a couple of shoots, or did she ever, like, start and stop, or what was it like? Yeah, um, we did about, like, four takes total, Um, and it wasn't really starting and stopping. I think a couple times, like, yeah, she would sort of stop, and they'd be like, just keep going. We'll just, you know, want to get one take all the way through, and then we'll kind of, like, you know, pull what we need to pull, I guess, essentially. But the first time that she played it, sounded perfect to all of us and we all were like oh it sounds great and she was like oh I messed up but you guys probably you know if you didn't hear it that's a good thing you know um and of course like we couldn't tell when she messed up it sounded <laughs> sounded good to us we're like oh it sounds amazing of course yeah a lot of the takes I think were just from different camera angles they wanted to get multiple takes just trying to make sure they were getting like the right angle of her you know her fingers playing piano and then like some close-ups and some far away shots but um yeah, it was, it was like incredible. Yeah, one thing that struck me was that the fans seem to know all of the words already. So now I know it sounds like they did multiple takes. But did you listen to the full album before she filmed that then? Yeah, so we listened to the whole album um, and then filmed that. But yeah, multiple people have asked me that how people knew the words. And 
it was because we did about four takes. Okay. Wow. So for you, when you heard the album the first time at Taylor's house, were there specific songs that stuck out to you? And now that you've heard the album again, probably multiple times since its release, do those same songs stick out? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, It's funny you say that because I think like, I would say Don't Blame Me and This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things were two songs that definitely had stood out to me um, originally. But then listening to the album again, um, like I did something bad and So It Goes are like two of my favorite songs off the album. Um, And the funny thing is I think So It Goes wasn't one that stuck out originally. I don't really know why. Um, And then hearing it back again, you know, like all the the feeling sort of came back to me again. Like, I'm like, oh, I remember hearing this. And yeah, I did like this. And I mean, I liked every song the first time I heard it, but I guess I had a different reaction sort of hearing it for a second time, you know? Oh, absolutely. We recorded an episode immediately. And it's funny you you refer to So It Goes because that was one, I I loved it, but I guess I kind of glossed over it on Friday. And now every morning this weekend when I wake up, it's the song that's in my head. Yeah, I I love that song. (laughs) It's just Taylor is so masterful that every song is a favorite song. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've tried to rank this album and I can't. Yeah, it's just impossible. So did you get a chance to watch Taylor on Saturday Night Live? Yes. I Yeah, her choreography was on point. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. For Ready For It. That was very cool with the whole dancing and the lights and that production was really good. Yes, and the snake microphone. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was it was great to see her performing again. It just gets me excited for tour. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Absolutely. And then, of course, Call It What You Want, acoustic. Um, it's always good to hear her playing a song acoustic. Oh, yes. Yeah, and that's sort of like, you know, hearing Gorgeous in the behind-the-scenes video of her playing that acoustically was just a cool way to hear that song. And that just reminded me, um, on the 13th is going to be the debut of Making of a Song on Taylor Swift Now. So I think we're all really looking forward to that. Yeah, I hope we get to see more of those kinds of videos where you see her her songwriting process, because that to me was just so interesting and and fun to be able to watch that. Yeah, I want to see every song. I know that's a lot to ask for, but that's what I want. (laughs) I want to see a video for every song, too, because there's been some, you know rumors going around that this is like some type of visual album and I don't know I don't know if there's any truth to that but I think that would be incredible if if that was true yes I love that idea we'll keep our fingers crossed for that yes well before we let you go I do have to ask you one last question and that's whether you got to see Olivia Meredith in Rhode Island (laughs) that that's that's another funny question that people have asked me um I'm allergic to cats, and I think other people were allergic too. And so it was actually very nice of her. As much as I would have loved to have seen them, um, they they were kept upstairs. She told us that they kept she kept them upstairs just because some people there were highly allergic to cats. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Okay, that's really good though that she took that into consideration. I wouldn't have even thought about that. Yeah, I was worried about that because I was like, I don't want to be sneezing. I'm at Taylor Swift's house um, as much as I want to meet them. And she was like, yeah, we're just going to keep them upstairs because we have a lot of people in the room with cat allergies. So I was very considerate of her. (laughs) 
Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing your story. It's just fascinating to hear about Secret Sessions. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yes, thank you. And we hope to talk to you again soon. Yeah, thanks for calling. Yep, thanks. Bye. 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 Hello? Hello? Hey, who's this? This is uh, Brandon. Oh, hey, Brandon. How are you? Awesome. Thanks for calling. We've talked to you before, right? Yes. Awesome. So, first question, what is your initial impression of Reputation? Uh, love it. Um, it reminds me a lot of, um, of Red, actually. Uh, not Red exactly, but like a experimental type album, but a cross, a cross genre album. Like she's crossing into more of EDM type pop, but there's still those like 1989 type songs, uh, on there. Yeah. I remember when we talked to you in the past, you were kind of hoping for a, a darker kind of EDM kind of style. Yeah. And I love it. Uh, the sounds, uh, plus of the song, um, I did something bad. Um, I love that. Uh, I don't know who, what that is or who that is uh, doing the the bass in that song. Oh, do you mean, do you mean the ra-da-ta-ta-ta thing? Yeah, that. Okay, so I listened to the iHeart session on Friday, and Taylor gave this great story. So she had that line in her head from a dream. She woke up, and that was in her head. So she went to Max Martin and Shellback and said, I want this to be in it, but I don't know what instrument can make that sound. And they said, well, there is no instrument that can make that sound. But they recorded her voice doing that and lowered it so much to make it sound like a male. Like, when we first heard that song, we thought it was a male. Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, that's a really cool story. I think I, at first, thought it was maybe Jack Antonoff, but now we know the answer. It was Taylor all along. They just pitched her voice way down. Yeah, she's so talented. She can just do the male voices, too, in her own songs. So is I Did Something Bad one of your favorites? Yeah, um, my top three... uh, Getaway Car, because I love Taylor Swift storytelling songs. I did something bad, and then New Year's Day. Uh, and those can fluctuate. Yes, I, I love that list. Yeah. So do you think all three of those should be singles, or maybe just a few? I think I think Getaway Car and I did something bad will become singles eventually. I don't think New Year's Day will. Uh, that song... Um, I think she wrote it for the fans and kind of like, uh, kind of clean was on 1989. I don't right. think that song will be a single. Yeah, I agree. For the, uh, for the live shows this year, since this album was so EDM heavy and stuff, I think um, a nice twist on uh, the end of the show was instead of ending with a high like jump around song would be really nice if she ended the tour uh, by singing New Year's Day, um, just because it's so out of the loop. Um, I think that would be a nice kind of a final tribute thing, um, just because it's just so different from everything else that's on this album. 
Yeah, that's a really good point that I hadn't thought of before, but that would be a really different ending and a really cool ending to the the show. I agree. I would like that. Yeah, and I also thought one thing about that is, you know, she has the new uh, app she's coming out with. I think, I'm, this is fixing the things, the things in my head, but it'd be really cool if she had, like, during the concert or before to go, like, submit their, their photos from the concert and then putting up uh, the photos on, like, the big board as she uh, sung that song and kind of ended the show. Yeah, that would be awesome. Sure. I remember before when we talked to you, you thought maybe Look What You Made Me Do would be in the middle of the show. You still thinking that then? Yeah, I do, actually. Um, I think um, for the show, um, it's going to be heavy. Because when I listen to the album, not completely like this, but the album really feels like a, like a sweat album, kind of like half of it is half of it is like a kind of like, all right, guys, like in the media, here's what, here's what you made me do. Here's these, here's all these songs for you. And the other half is like, here's, here's the love songs. And here's like, here's how it's going to be from now on. So um, I think she'll try to, try to do, uh, kind of split it. And look what you maybe do will kind of be the uh, the split point of the show. Yeah, during the iHeart session, she said that this album is very linear and kind of chronological. The back end of the album is where she is right now, especially the last two songs. So that would be interesting. It would be cool if she could play the album from start to finish, from Ready For It to New Year's Day, but that would be hard because it would be too short of a concert. And we know she's going to throw in some songs from 1989, maybe something from Red. Um, so I'm really curious to see what she does with the set list. Yeah, me too. I I, I think we're going to get a lot of mix-ins. Um, there's some songs in here. I love the entire album, but there's some songs in here which I don't think need entire like or entire songs don't need to be played in this album. So I think she could definitely mix in I and Taylor's really good at mixing in old stuff and new stuff. So I think I think we'll be surprised on how she'll mix in the old stuff and new stuff and kinda keep it uh bring back old stuff but also um do a lot of uh, new things as well. So did you get a chance to watch Saturday Night Live? Yes I did. Awesome. So which performance was your favorite? Ready for it or call it what you want? Um, I know it's a tough question. They were so different. Yeah, they were. Um, probably call it what you want. Um, I love the, uh, the, the, the acoustic version of that song. was really cool. And speaking on that, on call it what you want, I listened to the song, you know, again, a couple of times. And I just thought, call it what you want has to be a, a B stage song um, because the ending of that song has that great uh, walk down music. I could definitely see her, you know, being, I don't know how she's going to have the stage set up, but definitely at the end of that song, you know, walking down back to the main stage because it has that really nice, like, long outro in it. It's, it'd be a great sing along song, too. Yeah, that's a really good point about the outro. And just based on her performing it, now twice acoustically i can definitely see it as a b-stage song and it's always good to see i don't know if you or steph noticed um but 
you know, we pay attention to her band members and her backup singers. And it was definitely Mike on the cello, I think it was. And then Paul was playing guitar. It's always good to see those guys. Yeah, for sure. That's why she brings back people she had worked with in the past. Um, so I have one more question for you guys. Out of all the um, songs in this, on this album, what song, I know this is a difficult question, but what song would you have left off of the album if you had to leave one song off the album? Oh, wow, that is a rough one. Yeah, that is tough. I'm going to take a peek at the list real quick and see if I can pick one out. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Brandon, did you have one? Yeah, I'm going to say um, King of My Heart, actually. Okay. I think that song... <laughs> I really feel like that song was a song that she wrote during her last tour or her last album and like it didn't make the cut. Um, it reminds me a lot of that of that album, but the rest of them are great. Um, and the song, I love the song, uh, but there's one song I would choose to leave out that would, that would have had been the song. If I had to choose, if I'm being forced to, I guess I would say Dress. And I think the only reason I say that is because it's just a little bit slower and maybe it's a tad bit repetitive. I'm not sure, but I I still enjoy it. But if I had to leave one off, if I have to, have to, I'll pick that one. And for me, wow, I'm probably going to go with one that Nobody will agree with me on. And I don't even agree with myself. But I guess I would go with Gorgeous. Okay. I love it. It is fantastic. And I I think it's so catchy and and everything. But I don't know. I guess I would go with that one if if you're forcing me to. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I love the entire album and stuff. And um, I love the fact that she's going towards this more is experimenting more with different things and uh, hopefully uh, she continues to be experimental and stuff and you know uh, she definitely um, can be a trendsetter in pop music because I guarantee you in the next you know year or two you'll hear more and more of this type of style of music coming out on the radio oh absolutely she does set the trends for sure awesome uh, talking to you guys again Oh, yeah. Always awesome to talk to you. Thanks for calling. Always great to talk to you. Have a good night. Thanks. See ya. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. This is Tori, right? Yep. Hey, Tori. How are you doing, Tori? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for calling in. Of course. So we wanted to do this call in just to talk all about the album. What are your thoughts on the album so far? It's, to describe it in one word, it is epic. That's a good word to describe it. I agree. So what are your favorites so far on the album? Well, it kind of changes every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think right now my my number one favorite is Getaway Car. Oh, yes. For the four of us on the podcast, that song was on all of our lists as a favorite. Yeah. So do you think Getaway Car should be a single? Yeah, I think I could really see it as a music video, you know, her being in the car, like maybe a type of robbery. And she says she 
takes the money and grabs the keys and goes off. I could just see a concept like that working as a music video. Yeah, that song tells such a story. I think it would make a really great music video. Yeah, and then how she mentions, like, Bonnie and Clyde. Right, and I think I mentioned on our last episode that remember when she was seen in paparazzi photos filming a video in London a few weeks ago, and she had a car and, like, a bus there. I wonder if it's possible that she was filming for that video. Yeah, that's what I thought when I heard the song. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if since she was in a car, if that's the video we're going to hopefully be getting in the future. So did you get a chance to watch Taylor perform on Saturday Night Live? Yep. Awesome. And what'd you think? Which one was your favorite? It's hard to pick because Ready For It is so different than the performance she did for Call It What You Want because Call It What You Want was acoustic, whereas Ready For It was like full production. So it's hard to compare them. Yeah, definitely. They were very different. I loved in Ready For It, the dancers and the dance scene and the cool lights that she had. But you're right. You can't beat an acoustic song from Taylor. Yeah. And I loved the snake on her microphone. (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. My jaw dropped when I saw that. I was like, what is that on her mic? That's a snake. She has the best microphones all the time. I've never seen another artist do stuff with their microphones like what she does. Yeah, I'm really hoping we'll see that snake one again on tour and hopefully some other cool ones. Yeah. So do you think then, given the way she performed Call It What You Want acoustically, do you think maybe that song will be on the B stage for tour? Yeah, I'm thinking that'll be kind of like how she did You Are In Love. Mm Mm-hmm. With just the guitar, I can see Call It What You Want being a similar performance. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And people are thinking that that might be a single at some point. Are there any other songs that you think should be singles besides Getaway Car? I want to see I Did Something Bad. Oh, I agree. Yes, another really good one. Or maybe This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if that could be a single. Yeah. In my head, I was thinking about, of course, Getaway Car, Endgame, Don't Blame Me, I Did Something Bad. And then I think Sherry has two singles, and maybe she'll end up doing seven total. (laughs) I don't know. I also think it'd be good to have a song like Call It What You Want. People were saying it, it could potentially be a single. I think she mentioned it at a secret session as a possibility. Yeah, especially since that's the other song she chose to perform on Saturday Night Live. That's maybe a hint that it's going to be a single in the future. Could be. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That kind of made me think maybe it's the next single, but I'm not sure. Because I also heard rumors about Endgame being the next single. I think, though, that would be a better summer song. Yeah. So I'm just excited to see what happens. Yeah. So did you get the Target editions of the CD? Yeah, I pre-ordered the regular CD through Target and then each of the magazines. And then I pre-ordered two different ones through UPS and then pre-ordered one through Walmart. And then I bought one at Walmart yesterday. Oh, great. Did you see on the Walmart one that the sticker says country? At least mine did. 
Yeah, mine didn't. Of course, I live in a really small town, so, like, they didn't even have, like, a cardboard cutout display or anything. Her album was just kind of stuck in there randomly, so I actually had to, like, really look for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, mine, the, the sticker on the front of the album says country. It was really funny. Huh. I don't think, I think mine said that. I think they're in denial, maybe. Possibly. But hey, she did just win a country award. She did. She did. <laughs> she can do any genre she pleases. Yep. Well, thank you so much for calling us, Tori. We are happy to hear you're loving the album. And I'm sure we'll be doing more call-ins soon. There's just so much going on with this era. Oh, yeah. But yeah, thanks again for calling. Always great to talk with you. Thanks for doing it. Thank you. Have a good night. See ya. You too. And we'll be right back with some more calls. Hello? Hi. Hi, what's your name? Uh, Sue. Hi, Sue, how are you? Hi, who, who is this I'm talking to? This is Adam and Steph from SwiftCast, the Taylor Swift podcast. Ah, cool, awesome. Have you ever heard our show before or no? Oh, yes, I have, yes. I've listened. As a matter of fact, you retweet, you've uh, liked and retweeted a couple of my things, yes. <laughs> Oh, good. I was lucky enough to go to the Taylor Swift Secret Session in Rhode Island. Oh, good. I'm a big fan. <laughs> awesome. We just talked to somebody else. Her name was Melanie. I think she was there on night one. Oh, yes. I know Melanie. She was on night one. That's right. Awesome. In fact, we're in a little chat group, and I see she's going crazy. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so you were there when Taylor did the New Year's Day performance, too. Oh, I sure was. That was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah, that was just the great, that was really a cool thing. She just said she was going to do a thing, and then we didn't know what thing she meant, and then we found out it was awesome. And we couldn't tell anybody, so. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah, I feel I feel like that was a really well-kept secret. Then we found out, like, the day before or whatever, oh, Taylor's going to have this performance on ABC this night. So that was really cool. Oh, yeah. When we saw that, then we knew we could say a little something when she when she put that out. <laughs> It was kind of funny because they showed the Rhode Island house and all. It was just the best experience I've had. And um, I, yeah, it was just, it was just so cool. I, you know, I guess I didn't realize she followed me. She said she was following me for over a year. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Awesome. Does she follow your Twitter or Tumblr or? Yes, Twitter and Tumblr. And I said, well, I guess if we stalk you, you're allowed to stalk us. <laughs> <laughs> so when you first heard the album at Taylor's house. I'm wondering if there were specific songs that stuck out to you. And now that you've probably listened to the album multiple times over this weekend, if those same songs stick out to you or if you hear different things now? Well, I always, it's funny. I always like the song, Call It What You Want. I just did from the very beginning and I still like it even more. And then of course, I, 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 Endgame is really growing on me a lot. I really like Endgame. We listen to the words of Delicate. I think Delicate is cre creeping up there as, as one of the top ones as well. Um, but because something about Call It What You Want really hit me. But now when I'm hearing Delicate, it's just a really beautiful song. And the Endgame now, when you listen to the lyrics, has a lot to say. And last night when she was on SNL, I was so glad she did the acoustic version of uh, call it what you want, because that was, I've always wished she would do that. I love that version. 
Oh, yeah, that was amazing. And I'm hoping that's what she'll do on tour. Well, yeah, me too. <laughs> I think she's got, I love the acoustic versions of many of her songs, and that's a good one to do it to. And a lot of people have agreed. They said, wow, that's the best way to play it. But Delicate's a good song, too, if you, you've, you've probably heard it all a million times by now yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, Delicate keeps getting stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, you know, she's really an, a really, she's an amazing person. She's very talented. I really think she really writes her songs well. The lyrics are amazing. And it was kind of cool to hear her tell us line by, you know, why she wrote the songs and whatever. It was really nice. What was in her head, you know, it's kind of it nice. Yeah. Was there anything she said about the songs that really struck you when she was well, talking about I guess the- I have to be careful about what I said. Oh, okay. That's all right. I don't really know if we're allowed to say all that yet, are we? Did anyone else say? I don't know. Well, there was an iHeartRadio um, session on... Um, oh, that's true. I, I did hear that. Yeah, an iHeartRadio where she talked a little bit about some of the songs from the session. So it depends on some of the information. That's but. true. Maybe you did hear this, but when she played Dress... Um, oh, no, not Dress. Uh, well, yeah, obviously Dress. Her parents... You probably heard that. Her parents kind of left the room for that one, but... <laughs> when she played um, Dancing With Your Hands Tied, she said she wrote that when she was kind of stressed out and, you know, she just didn't, she just, you know, was kind of stressed. So she wrote that song, you know, Frustration With Love or whatever. And she said, for some strange reason, it's my dad's favorite song. So while she was playing it for us, he was behind her and he was dancing. And every time, you know, we would laugh and every time she turned around, he would stop dancing. It was hysterical. <laughs> she goes, Dad, what are you doing? I mean, that was really funny. <laughs> That was funny. Awesome. No, it was just a fun, it was a great time overall, meeting her and her parents, her brother. It was cool. But you probably heard that from a lot of fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that must have been just the most memorable night ever. It really, yeah. I, You know, and I kept asking why she chose me. She just said, because she's so awesome. I've been following you. I mean, I said, you're the awesome one. <laughs> <laughs> but I have We're- to say, I like your podcasts. They're cool. I thank you for those. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening. So did you like, um, you talked a little bit about Call It What You Want, and did you like Ready For It on SNL too? And do you think that'll be kind of like the tour version? Oh, yeah, I did like that version. Yes, I always liked that song as well. Um, yeah, I, I liked the way she did I especially liked her dance moves. I think she, she's come up there doing some extra dance moves. There. Right. Yeah. I hope she adds that in her uh, new thing. Well, you know, I, I think that was, yeah, I, I liked that the way she performed that a lot. And I, I hope that maybe she'll incorporate some of that. Um, yeah. Did you, you, so you, you like that one too? Yeah, absolutely. And I was also going to ask, do you think ready for it will be the opener of the tour? Oh boy. I don't know. It's hard to get inside her head, huh? I don't, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't know. Um, it sounds like a fitting one would be right. Are you ready for it? <laughs> It really, it sounds like it should be. I think we originally thought that maybe Look What You Made Me Do would be the tour opener because you have that part in the middle that says the old Taylor's dead and that maybe this tour is the new Taylor, but I feel like Ready For It will be the opener. Me too. I don't think it's going to be Look What You Made Me Do. I just don't have a feeling about that. It would be kind of cool if it was Ready For It. Um, I I would agree with that. I, I don't think it would be Look Yeah. And you know, the interesting thing is she said it, and I guess it's not a secret, but if you listen to the album, you'll see yourself. She said it's 80% love, 
songs, album, and 20%, you know, a little funky stuff, you know, like, you know, it has to get in her licks there. But the rest of it is really, I mean, it's, it's really a solid album, I think. Right. And it's a really happy album. And it's just really nice. But that's to see what I mean, people happy. thought, look what you made me do. And it was all about revenge. And it was not going to be a happy album. It was going to be all about horrible revenge and everything. She's at it again. But it's not. That's the whole thing. It's really a love, happy album. That's exactly right. Right. The album is not at all reflective of the songs that were released ahead of time. Not at all. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just thrilled that she's back. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's been a long wait. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, I, I'm a speech therapist, and I do sign languages, and I, I, I work with the deaf, and I sent her a bunch of songs to sign language, and I guess, you know, that's part of the thing she's seen on my my uh, social media, and she kind of liked that, you know, because it's pretty. Her metaphors, the, the parts of speech that she uses, it helps the deaf to learn language because, you know, the heart of hearing, when you do metaphors, it's parts of speech, and they they like the songs. And so it's really cool, and it flows so nice in sign language. And she was kind of intrigued with that. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that is such a cool story. Does Taylor know sign language? No, but no, 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 no. I just wanted her to see what how, how beautiful it looks and that, you know, even hearing impaired people can enjoy her music. She doesn't know sign language, but she was intrigued by it because she thought it was, you know, really beautiful. And um, Awesome. So that, you know, it's kind of cool. She said, yeah, send me some more of that. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's an awesome story. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, no, thank you. I, I can't believe I got on the show. I just was fooling around. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling. Yeah, always nice to talk to fans that listen to us. Oh, yeah. No, I keep up everything. It's great, yes. Because I've got you, um, you know, I get your, your uh, notifications. And that's how I know what's going on. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> thank you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. 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 Hello? Hi. Hi, who's this? This is Sarah. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> you might hear my daughter crying. <laughs> um, my husband has got her sequestered in the other room. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm talking to, y'all guys, to you guys. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for calling. So are you a listener of SwiftCast? Yes, I am. Well, thanks so much for listening. Yeah, it's a great podcast. It is a great podcast. Y'all do an awesome job. Thank you. Thanks. So how are you feeling now that the album's out? It sounds like your daughter's also a fan. So are you all She's enjoying a huge it? Fan. She's been a Swifty from the womb. You know, <laughs> when I was pregnant with her, I had a whole thing about, is she out of the womb yet? Is she out of the womb yet? Is she out of the womb yet? <laughs> uh, instead of Woods, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was late. Anyway, um, huge fan of Taylor Swift. I am loving reputation. I've had it on on repeat since Thursday evening when it came out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I just can't get enough of it. So initial impressions from the first couple days, favorite songs? I knew that y'all would probably be asking people that. Okay, so <laughs> it, it will probably change every five to seven days. But um, right now, I love Getaway Car. That one is my favorite. I like oh, yeah. the story that it tells. And yeah, but they're all so good, right? They're all so good. Um, and I thought it was so interesting, um, just the sound of the other songs compared to the singles that have come out. 
um, just because those initial songs, I feel like now she did those to be more of a message. And it's so neat hearing the rest of the album because I feel like it really does put it all in sequence. Yeah, it really does. The singles were definitely not reflective of the album. And then I know Taylor's used the word cohesive before, and I guess I don't know musically the technical definition of that, but I feel like maybe this album isn't necessarily that cohesive, but the songs do fit in. And when you li- when you listen to it from 1 through 15, it flows together really well. It does. Yeah, and they finally on iTunes on my at least on my phone they finally put it in order because when it all came through on Thursday evening it wasn't it was like all of the new songs and then all of the previous ones that had come in so listening to it actually in sequential order um, it really does flow um, but you know and, and I know that's something that she's always said in the past as a because um, that was some of the um, I guess, critique that Red got, that it was not the most sonically cohesive album. But then 1989 was, but then even reading all of the reviews that have come out about Reputation, I feel like it's it's definitely more cohesive than some of the others. But me personally, I've, I've loved all of her stuff. So um, I think that it, it's just, it's so cool listening. It, you know, it's just so cool that it's finally out get to listen to it as much as you want to and just really like dig deep into the lyrics and the books, the magazines and all of that. And it's just a lot of fun. It's so much fun. That's what I was thinking about on Thursday evening. I thought, you know what, when was the last time I got so excited about something so simple? You know, it's, it's an album that has released and I know it's a big deal, but like at the same time, like, you know, I'm so excited just to be sitting here in the dark in my bedroom listening to this these songs that I've been thinking about for months and it was just really cool that it's all finally here yeah well it was three years between albums so it was a long time for us to wait but I think we're all very happy now yeah I know exactly what you mean on Friday as I was driving around everywhere just so I could listen to the album I could not get over how happy I was I was just grinning ear to ear yeah I was so happy it's just I don't know it's been a long time it's felt like since the 1989 era you know came to a close and then getting all of the hints about you know the sixth album and then all the stuff in August and I remember even in August thinking like oh my gosh this is gonna take forever to get to November I'm gonna die before then right and and then just to be there like and it was all happening and now I have, you know, I have multiple copies of it so that I can get all of my boosts for Ticketmaster. And so it's like in every vehicle that we own and it's on every phone that we own. And Nice. It's so much fun. So did you watch Taylor on Saturday Night Live? You know it. And what did you think? I loved it. I like that she kind of did a little bit of both, right? So with Ready For It, um, it was more of kind of a, uh, a full-on performance with the dancing and the choreography and stuff. And I got to get that moved down before, like, like before, you know, the tour or whatever that she did in the ready for it. But um, the fact that she actually stripped it down and went full acoustic in the second set with call it what you want. Like I recorded it just so that I could listen to it again, because it was 
so beautiful and you know that she does everything on purpose. And so I was really paying attention to the performances because I feel like that's hints of what we'll see on the tour, you know, because she always does an acoustic set and different things like that. And so, and she twists the songs in a different way. And I was listening to call it what you want today. And I thought, man, I didn't even think you could make that an acoustic song. It was just fantastic. I loved it. Right. And we've talked to a few people before you, um, and I think everybody was in agreement that this would be a perfect B-stage song. Do you think so? Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that I have a one of my predictions is that I think that Gorgeous will be mashed up with something else. I'm not sure what, but, you know, she always does a mashup. And so I think that Gorgeous might be mashed up with something else. Um, so... I remember reading a long time ago that she, a quote that she said that, you know, once she starts writing music, she immediately starts thinking about how it will look on stage. And so I know that that's, it's also intentional what she does and what she puts together and the details are just everything. Um, so that's what I like to probably to pitch. I probably paid too close attention to the details, but I'm in good company, right? Oh, Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Having Gorgeous matched up with something else would be pretty cool. Imagine if she did it on the piano, like she did when she was writing the song, and mashed it up with something from 1989. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be so. I'm so curious to see what the set list will be like for the tour. Um, just because, you know, there's so much good stuff in this album. I do want to hear every song, but then... I wonder what she'll mix in from previous eras. But anyway, the speculation is the most fun part. I just love it. That's why I enjoy y'all's podcast so much. Y'all are so good about, you know, weighing all these different, you know, things that might happen and all the information that y'all get and the way that y'all converse with each other. And um, it's so, it's as a fan, it's so cool to listen to. And I just really appreciate how you, the work that y'all put into just putting out the podcast and stuff, because it's a lot of fun to listen to. I don't have a lot of friends that are to the level of obsessed that I am about Taylor. And so I do a lot of driving in my car. And so when I'm listening to y'all, I think, oh, my gosh, these are my friends that also like Taylor Swift as much as me. Oh, wow. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's always great to hear from listeners. We do, we love doing the podcast. We love Taylor. We will talk about her any day, any time. So it's great to hear that people like what we're doing. So thank you. Yeah, keep it up. I love it. Well, we'll be doing more call-ins in the future, I'm sure. So we hope to talk to you again soon. But thanks yeah, so much thanks. for calling in. I'm so in. glad that I got in. Yeah, thank you so much. I saw the tweet and I was like, okay, tonight's the night. I am, <laughs> I'm going to get in. I feel good about it. So um, thank y'all so much for chatting with me and I'm going to go back and listen to some more reputation now. So <laughs> sounds perfect. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. See ya. Bye. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for calling. No problem. So we're talking with callers all about reputation because we're just so excited about it. So what are your thoughts about the album? I'm seriously so excited. I've been waiting for so long to listen to Taylor again. It's been insane. 
And my mom, she actually bought me the magazine. And when I saw the CD, I started freaking out. And I played it in the car. And my mom was looking at me like I was psycho. But I was just like crying because it's so good. Awesome. Yeah. I'm sure that's a lot of people's reactions. Just pure excitement and joy because it's been a long wait for this new music. And I think it all exceeded our expectations. Yeah, for sure. So do you have any specific favorites? Well, I have a lot. Um, Maybe Dress or New Year's Day or Call It What You Want. I just think the whole album in general is amazing. I don't have a favorite, really. Yeah, it's very difficult to choose. And mine seem to change on a daily basis. Yeah, exactly with me. So were there any songs that surprised you at all? Um, Definitely Dress. It's like it sounded like Taylor, but at the same time, it sounded totally not like her because it's just like it's such a twist on what she usually writes about, and it's just it made me like, wow, this is a new, this is seriously a new Taylor, and it's insane. Yeah, that's a good point. She did tell everybody that this was a nighttime album, and I think dress really demonstrates that for sure. And then what did you think about the newer sound in songs like I Did Something Bad or Don't Blame Me? Because those are definitely pop songs, but they're a different sound for Taylor. I loved it. I wish artists really turned out like I wish Taylor like did this earlier. I don't know why I think like I wish that, but I just wish she came out with earlier because it's just it's so good. And it's just like it's just mind blowing. It is, yeah. And I really like the progression that she has done, I guess I would say since Speak Now, how from Speak Now to Red, Red became more of like a country pop hybrid. And then 1989 became full pop. And now this album, while it's still pop, it's definitely not the same as 1989. It's definitely very progressive and different. So yeah, like 1989 was more like normal pop you hear on the radio. But this is like different pop that you can I don't think any other artist would nail really well because Taylor is Taylor, you know, she's great as what she does. And like just this whole album is like different than any other star I ever heard. Yeah. And she said on the iHeart secret session that she's been wanting to do an album like this for years and years. So I think she just got to the point where she felt comfortable doing it. And so that's just another great thing. Yeah, for sure. So did you get a chance to watch Taylor on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, I'm super happy that my mom recorded it because I don't think I would have watched it actual live because I was freaking out in general about going to Target to get the magazine. And then when I watched it live, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so good. Like, I can't help it. She's just really talented. Oh, yeah. The whole thing was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Did you have a favorite performance? Probably call it what you want. It was just so deep and like so Taylor and it was just like wow yeah it's always good to see her strip things down a little bit yeah for sure yeah it definitely reminded me of a b-stage performance on tour so do you think that could be a b-stage song I hope so I'm seriously hoping that she's just like how she is um I know this is like now like she said the old Taylor's dead and all but I just want her to be in the same way that she is with like every other tour she had. Just some songs are like straight up and like the other ones are just like how it is. Yeah, that's a good point. It will be interesting to see what kind of changes she makes to tour. But I still think there will be a B stage and a piano song. Yeah, for sure. Like all too well. When I saw that performance, I was like, yes, 
Um, one of our other callers asked a good question. They were wondering if any any songs on Reputation would be included in a mashup on tour, kind of like Taylor did the Wildest Dreams and Enchanted mashup. Do you think there's any that you could think of that would work well for that? Mm, let me think. Maybe Ready For It and hmm, Look What You Made Me Do. That would be cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely hoping for some mashups. Yeah, it'll be really cool. I'm kind of wondering if maybe she'll mash up older songs too. Oh yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, because it's always hard to include older songs because she wants to include so many newer songs. So that does help mashing them up to get more involved. Yeah, I can totally see Ready For It or um, even Look What You Made Me Do mashed up with Haunted. That would be like an interesting mix. Oh, I would love to hear Haunted again. Yeah. That would be great. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have any other predictions about tour? Well, probably tons of snakes, like everybody's <laughs> thinking. And just a total different t- side of Taylor, but in a good way. Like her showing off different edge and vibes and just Taylor. Yeah, I, I just can't wait. It sounded like details about tour will be announced around Taylor's birthday. I'm pretty excited for that, counting down. Yeah, it feels kind of far away. We're recording on November 12th, so Taylor's birthday is in a month and a day. Yeah, countdown. Yeah. So we'll be excited to get all those details soon. Yeah. So one last question before we let you go. What do you think will be the next single and music video? Okay. Well, what I'm hoping is Getaway Car. I'm just I'm just so excited. Like, I really hope there is going to be a music video for it because it's just such a good song. And it's just like what can the music video come out of that song? Like what is yet to come? Yeah. That seems like everyone agrees. Getaway car has to be a single and it would be an amazing music video. It would. And I think it's one of those songs that everybody has to love. Even people who claim to hate Taylor would love that song. Yeah. I, my sister, she's not a huge Taylor Swift fan, which is, does not make sense. So I made her listen to the whole album. And she didn't know it was Taylor. And she's like, oh, my gosh, she's so good. Who is this person? I'm like, it's Taylor Swift. And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> That's good. You can convert her then. Yep, definitely. Well, keep working on that. And we'll be having call-ins in the future. So we hope to talk to you again soon. Yeah. Thank you for letting me call and talk to you guys. Yeah, thanks for calling. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Bye. 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 And we'll be right back with some more calls. Hello. Hi, this is Dayton. Hey, Dayton, right? Yeah. How are you doing? Doing good. How are you? Good, good. First thing I have to ask you, because I know I saw on your social media, tell us about the day that Taylor joined your Instagram live. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know if I can make it by saying that, but I think I'll try it. Okay. (laughs) Basically, October 8th, you know, just chilling at home on a Sunday night. And, like, everyone was getting uh, noticed on Instagram Live. And this was really new because usually it was just a like or a comment. But then she started doing this. And um, basically, I was just uh, doing a live stream. And I did, like, three before. Like, I did this one because I wanted – I was trying really hard. But then the last one, I was in my bathroom. I was just, like, chilling. I was, like – and, like, because I go to the bathroom always the time to do live streams because it's the only place where I can be alone. And so <laughs> I was, like, just in there. And I was just being me. I was just dancing to look what you made me do. 
Um, and I got to the pre-chorus, and then all of a sudden I see the comment, oh, my gosh, they, and this will be actual tour, tour choreo. And then that's when myself wasn't a human anymore, and I just went mentally insane. <laughs> nice. It was crazy. So, And then, I mean, honestly, like, literally, this, oh, my gosh, like, it's been insane, this era so far, like, with noticing bands and the music. So, like, just, it's awesome. Awesome. That must have been a, such a cool experience. So how long did she stay on the stream for? She stayed on the stream for about 24 minutes. So I was kind of overwhelmed. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I just kept saying I love you because honestly, when you're in such a, like, it wasn't, it was like a virtual meet and greet. So I, I felt like I didn't have to like rush or anything, but I just, you know, in the anticipation of it all, you're just speaking so fast. But honestly, I mean, it was just one of the best times ever. And the cool thing is, is that um, when I was doing the live stream, so many people were commenting. So sometimes like Instagram has this glitch where it won't show all the comments, you know? So some of the things that she said, other people screenshotted and show me, and I didn't see it when I was doing my live stream. So there were some comments I didn't even see. Well, there was this one comment that I did see on mine where um, I don't know if you saw it, but I was like, telling her that April 27th is my senior prom. And so basically, um, I like I was just bringing it up, bringing it up. And then all of a sudden, after I said the date, she did the side smirking face. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I'm not trying to get my hopes up or anything. But like, I mean, it's just like, I, she can't do that stuff and not expect me to get like, you know, excited. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't get to see that part of it. That's awesome. Yeah, like, that was, it was so weird because some people did see it, some people didn't. And, like, um, on the video that I have, I don't even have, like, that I have saved, you know? Like, I didn't even have half of the comments shown up, including that one. So I was, like, so confused. I was, like, man, I mean, and it's so funny now because now Instagram can do double live stream. Like, could you imagine, though, if, like, it had that update back then? I could have added her on the freaking live stream. Like, what the heck? <laughs> Awesome. Well, that's such a cool experience. So we also want to ask, of course, about Reputation. It's been out now for a couple of days. So what's your initial impression, favorite songs? Yeah, so Reputation literally came to slay. Like, honestly, the secret sessioners, I was worried at first. I was like, is it really going to be better than Red? Like, is it like personally my favorite album is Speak Now. But then I was like, OK, like, how is this going to come on? Like, no way. Reputation literally killed me. I mean, the lyrics never changed. Like, everyone thought she's going pop, even though with 1989, like, she thought, oh, she's going pop, and her lyrics are going to change and be just poppy nonsense. That's not, that wasn't the case at all. She came uh, better than ever and just giving these raw emotion lyrics. And, like, it was just so cool to see it in a pop influence um, because I don't think people expected that. And so... I mean, that's the one thing that I'm so proud of because you can get so catchy songs but get so good lyrics at the same time. That is such a good point. She's truly in a league of her own because she's the only pop artist who has deep, meaningful lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. My favorite song, I mean, at the moment, because it will probably will change, but um, my favorite right. song at the moment is uh, Don't Blame Me. Um, just because... I don't know. I just love the harmonies in it all. And, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I knew she could sing. 
But then after you hear that song, you're like, she can sing. Like, she was the, she had that high note in, after the bridge, in the bridge, and I was just like, what even? I was like, even vocally, she got better on this album, which was was so awesome for her and, like, awesome for us as fans because we've seen her voice grow each time in each album. And, like, this album, like, oh, my gosh, the vocals were just amazing. Yeah, I think Don't Blame Me is the song that I'm most looking forward to on tour because of the vocals. Yes, definitely. Like, you can already see her doing, like, the head back with the mic high in the air. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That specific moment just gives me goosebumps all over. It's amazing. Like, okay, have you guys thought, though, like, of the tour? Like, what is, what is this stage going to be like? Like, is there going to be pits? I feel like what if the stage is, like, outlined as a snake or something? Like, you never know with her. I absolutely could see that. Clearly, with Saturday Night Live and her snake microphone, it's a big theme. She even wore a snake shirt for Call It What You Want. So, yeah, a snake stage with people, if the snake was kind of coiled or something and there could be a pit in the coils, I could see that. so cool. So what did you think of Saturday Night Live? Did you like uh, Ready For It and Call It What You Want? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, both of them were just awesome. Like, because when I found out she was doing SNL, I was like, wow. Like, she's like, cause, like she hasn't been doing any talk shows or anything, kept in it real low-key, and then she did this. When she did Ready For It, I was, like, watching it. Yeah, yeah, and then the chorus came. And girl, when she, she dropped it low. I was like, oh, she did not. And then she just started moving, moving. And I was like, okay, okay. And then the bridge, <laughs> like, I mean, she was, oh, my gosh. Like, she was doing awesome. And then I, knowing me, I have to be the extra fan I am. I, like, had to remake the whole dance choreo because that's what I love doing. So <laughs> Nice. Yeah, the choreo was really good. The the stage uh with the lights was really cool and i wonder if that will be somewhat similar to the tour version yeah i feel like definitely like i could i mean as far as right now like i don't know i just feel like that would be such a good opening number like i don't know i just can see like just the bass going and like you see nothing just blackness and then all of a sudden just not like a slow pop but a quick pop and then she like she pops up from under the stage and says are you ready for it? Oh, yeah. And then everything goes crazy. I just like, oh, my gosh. I don't know. I just, I'm so, I'm so excited. I know. I can't wait. Even the way that song opens, I could see it being pitch black and then lights with the beat of the bass and everything. Right. And, like, the thing with Call It What You Want, like, I mean, that was probably out of all the songs she released before the album came out that was definitely my favorite one but when she did it acoustically i was like okay this is so good like just so broken down and which i think is so good to know because like i mean we all know she was gonna possibly do a piano song but just to know that she's always gonna keep it true to herself even though she may say the old taylor's dead she's always gonna have her and just her guitar which i love oh yeah you can't beat it no that will never get old no way no way so one last question before we let you go. What do you think will be the next single and music video? Okay. Yeah, I have theories about this, but um, I have two. These are the ones that I think. Because obviously we saw her, those like candidates of her in London shooting a music video. which Right. And so my 
um, theory is that it's endgame or this is why we can't have nice things. Um, the reason is because in the video for, like, you just saw her with her friends and stuff, and um, I don't know, I just thought, and here's to my real friends. They don't care about the he said, she said. I don't know. Thought of that. And then Endgame, it just looks like the um, scenery of it all, and it's in London, Ed Sheeran, I don't know. I mean, you never know. Yeah, and Taylor did make a music video with Ed for Everything Has Changed, so if they want to do it again, they certainly could. Go for it, honestly. I'm ready. No, I'm not, but yes, I am at the same time. <laughs> I love both of those ideas. Yeah, I mean, they're just it's just insane how much like this album has got the attention. I mean, and like Twitter stands and all them, they literally look like complete idiots. I mean, Taylor Swift is over party. Are you kidding me? Like, you honestly just might want to delete your Twitter now because, I mean, she literally came back and she just, yeah, enough said. Oh, yeah. In the United States alone, over 700,000 copies on the first day. Just the United States. Like, that blows my mind. Right. It's so clear she's going to exceed 1 million yet again for the fourth time. Absolutely. So we will be excited to talk all about that when the numbers come in. Definitely. But hey, thanks for calling. Always good to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's fun to talk on this. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for sharing your story about your Instagram Live. Oh, yeah, all the time. I'll never get over that. (laughs) Have a good night. We will talk to you again soon. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Bye. Hello? Hi. Hi, who's this? It's Hannah. My name's Hannah. Hey, Hannah. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. I'm listening to Reputation right now. Oh, good. Well, we wanted people to call in to talk about Reputation. So what are your thoughts? Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with it. Utterly obsessed with it. I stayed up the night that it came out until 4 in the morning. And I had a class for college at 10. And I regret none of it because it is just (laughs) so good. Nice. Did you just listen to it back to back to back until 4 a.m.? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I bought it. And then the next day on Friday, um, since I'm away at college, my mom went to Target. She like drove an hour away from our house to go to Target. And she drove all the way to my college to give me both of the magazines. And I was just freaking out about that. So yeah, it was just a big Taylor Swift influenced weekend. <laughs> that sounds amazing. It was so good. And I wore my shirt all around college and it was just so and everybody like complimented it and i just made so many 50 friends at my college and it was just so oh, it was just so good i could talk about this album forever <laughs> <laughs> so what are your favorites so far i know it can change um i would probably say delicate and don't blame me right now and i love that they're like back to back on the album but also i like i did something bad I don't know. They just all like it changes every time I listen to it. I'm like, right. okay, I like this one. And then the next song comes on and I'm like, but I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. We were just talking to somebody else whose favorite was don't blame me. And they said just Taylor's vocals in that song are just incredible. Aren't they? They are whenever it gets to like the bridge and it's like acapella. And then she just hits the high notes. I'm like, is this real? Like, am I dreaming? Like, she sounds so good. And I just, oh, I just can't wait to hear it on tour. Like, I, it's going to be amazing. 
Yeah, I think that performance is going to be huge. It is going to be huge, especially when it gets to the acapella part and all you hear is like her singing that. Oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. I can't even wait. And I think she'll use her backup singers really well for that song. It was so nice to see them again last night on SNL. I know. I know. I stayed up and watched it and she did so good. And I love like it showed both sides of her. Like the ready for it was like the edgier side. And then she like brings out her acoustic guitar and is all <laughs> like, oh, it was just so cute. It was like both sides of her. So everybody could see how like versatile her album really is. Right. I think it was the perfect set so that people who might not be sure will see both sides and then buy the album, hopefully. I've convinced so many of my friends to buy the album that don't even listen to her. And I'm just so proud. I'm like, I just love her. It's like, it's like this album is like my child and I'm just promoting it to everybody. Yes, that's, that's what you have to do with Taylor albums. (laughs) So which one did you like better on Saturday Night Live? Ready for it or call it what you want? Um, that is so difficult. Um, cause they're both so totally different. They were. I think, honestly, I think my favorite was ready for it just because like, well, it was the first one she did and she just like, I don't know. She really like owned the stage. Like she just like owned that moment and like, and her dancing, like the choreography was, oh my God. Like it was, it was just so good. Yeah, it was. And I liked the lights and the bass and I feel like that will be a perfect tour opener. Do you think that will be the opening song? Yes. Like I'm just, every time I heard it, especially since it's the first on the album, I'm just picturing like a dark stage and like the lights going out and all you hear is like, are you ready for it? And I'm just like, if that's not her opener, I'm going to be so like, I'm sure she'll have a good one, but I feel like that is like the perfect one. Right. I agree. I wonder if after Welcome to New York, she decided that she wanted the first track on the album to be the tour opener. Could be. Well, State of Grace 2 was the first. Oh, yeah. State of Grace 2. You're right. State of Grace 2. I love, like, State of Grace is my, like, my favorite, um, like, album opener for sure. Like, I feel like that sets the tone for the whole album. And I feel like that, like, she's doing it again with Ready For It. Oh, yeah. It really does. It does. Like, as soon as that comes on, it's just like, I don't know. I'm just picturing. I, I really hope she goes with it and does the um, like the black stage, like all the lights are out and all you hear is her voice saying, are you ready for it? Like, I feel like the crowd will lose their minds. Yes. Yeah. As soon as I heard ready for it, that's what I could picture. Me too. And- because I feel like she'll save. I feel like she'll save. Look what you made me do. Like she did shake it off for the 1989 tour. I feel like she'll like save it for the end. Right. I initially was not sure, but now I think that too. Yeah. So we have seen that Taylor was filming in London. And so we've been asking some callers what they think will be the next single for that video. Because whenever like the whenever the video on the bus, like the pictures of her on the um like the little bus thing came out, that was before the ready for it video came out and we were like okay is that what that's going to be for and it wasn't so I don't I don't know I feel like I don't know I feel like it would be a cool idea for her to come out with um like a video for call it what you want but I don't know if that would be it I don't know I don't know what do you think you know I really don't know I think it's for getaway car getaway car that would be a good one yeah 
it just seems to me like the next single will be Call It What You Want because she's been performing it and she performed it at Sirius XM and on Saturday Night Live. But I feel like that video might not really match up with Call It What You Want, so I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I feel like Getaway Card would be such a good one to do. And I've been seeing like so many like fan edits on Twitter of um of like getaway car to different like videos she's already done. So I'd like to see what she would do with it. Yeah, it's been across the board with our callers tonight that getaway car needs to be a single. I would love for it to be. That's one of my favorites for sure. Oh yeah, me too. I think everybody in the general population would just love that song. Yeah, like my mom, like she since she bought both of the magazines, she kept one of the CDs and she was texting me and she's like, I'm listening to it right now. And the one about a getaway car is my favorite. I'm like, yes, it's a good choice. I love that one. Absolutely. Do you think she's going to bring her pop up shops to different locations? Oh, that's such a good question. Tonight, Taylor showed up at the pop up shop in New York. I was so jealous. (laughs) Me too. And even before I realized that Taylor showed up, I had seen all these photos. Of course, the throne from Look What You Made Me Do is there. And the um the phone. Right, and the phone. It looks so awesome. So I do hope it travels. I'm Too, not sure. I really hope she does that. And I hope that, um, I don't know, I, I would hope that they would bring like stuff like that. Like maybe not the throne since it's like so big, but like little things like that for the tour. Because I right, remember that, they did something like that for 1989, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Usually in the walkways around the stadium or arena, they have things set up. That would be so cool because there's so many different little things from, especially look what you made me do, things like that. Like, that would be so, so cool. Yeah, I agree. I hope that happens. Me too. And I hope she, like, I don't know, I would really like her to bring the pop-up shops to, like, different places that aren't, like... LA and New York like she already did New York but I mean like just like random places just because like I feel like fans in random areas like that don't always get that like experience I agree and the merchandise looked really cool and it's exclusive to just the pop-up shops right so we'll cross our fingers that it will travel around I'm in Pennsylvania so I think that'd be so cool especially since it's her hometown Like, she's from PA, so I would love, love, love her to do that. Yeah, I I hope so. We'll see. I know. I can't wait to follow it. And, like, especially since she's showing up at all the places that she's been, like, for SNL and for the pop-up shop. Like, I just can't wait. I just love seeing how, like, other fans get to meet her. And I just want to meet her so bad. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like for this album, she definitely wants to meet as many fans as possible. So, We'll all keep our fingers crossed for you and everybody else. I know. I really hope so. Like I um like I just made a Tumblr and I have my Instagram on my Twitter, so I'm like I'm just crossing my fingers that it happens. <laughs> you never know. Just just have to keep hoping. I know. It's it like is so random for fans. It's so exciting whenever like one of my friends on Twitter gets noticed by her or something like that. Like, it's just, like, so out of the blue. She, like, knows exactly when people need to meet her, and then it just happens. That is so true. She really does. She's just, like, a wizard at meeting fans. (laughs) She is, like, no other artist. No one else would do anything like that. It's so funny because, like, 
I don't know. Like right now I'm watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I don't even know why. It's like the only thing on TV. And it's just funny seeing like like Kim is inviting like beauty bloggers and like famous people into her house and like Taylor invites her fans into her house. And I just think it's so like unlike any other person in Hollywood right now. Like no other fan or no other artist would ever do that. Exactly. That's why we will always love her. I know. She is just awesome. Like, I could not ask for a better person to look up to at all. Yeah, we definitely agree. And we're just so excited about this album. Me too. I'm so excited that everybody, like, I love the album release time. Like, whenever the whole fandom just comes together and is so excited and just, it's so, it's such a good, it's such a good experience. It is. It's good to have her back. That's for sure. I know. I love it. Well, thank you for calling. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. <laughs> it was great talking with you. It was so great talking to you guys, too. All right. Well, thank you. Have a good night. You, too. See Bye. Ya. See ya. Bye. Well, that was so much fun. I don't know about you, Steph, but I really enjoyed talking to all those listeners. Yeah, it's always so great to hear our listeners' impressions, and especially with this album. This is such a masterpiece, and everybody wants to talk about it. and. I love just talking with people about this album. It's so much fun. If you would like to be on our next call-in episode, be sure to follow us on Twitter. That's where we notify you guys when we're having a call-in episode and how you can call in to us. We had a lot of callers this time, and I think there was even some people who weren't able to get through. So we'll be looking to do this again soon. And you can follow us on Twitter at SwiftCast13. And we're also on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook at SwiftCast13. You can email us at SwiftCast13show at gmail.com. And all of that information is on our website at SwiftCast13.com. Yes, thank you to everyone so much for calling in. We apologize if you were unable to get through. We just had a lot of people who fortunately wanted to talk to us, which we love talking to everyone. So we hope to talk to everyone again in the future. And thank you so much for listening and calling in. Thanks again. And we will see you on the next episode for episode 235. This has been Adam and Steph. See you next time. Thank you. Thank you.